Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Carissa Mom Podcast with the HR Twins. We're so glad that you could join us today and so excited for this episode. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Career Salon Podcast with the HR Twins. We're back with another episode. (laughs) Uh, For one, um, I will give you a fair warning that Carla and I will not be editing this podcast. It is (laughs) raw. It is unscripted. We are tired moms and we will not be editing. (laughs) Not not today. Yeah. (laughs) Let's get into our topic. We are going to be talking about something that's been in the news and in, you know, publications, blogs, LinkedIn, LinkedIn, groups, organizational uh, groups where people are like having forums and things like that. And that's remote work. And that is the state of our our society and um, people going into work. They're not having it. So I title, I decided on the title for this podcast is I'm not coming into the office. Because <laughs> that's what candidates are saying. That's right. what employees are saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming into the office, even if I have to quit my job. Yep. So. Carla, we were reading articles and kind of doing some due diligence for this podcast. And Carla ran across a few articles. So Carla, hit us with a current event. Well, I don't know if you've seen on LinkedIn and through all the publications, Apple. Apple is beginning their process of getting employees back to work in September They are kind of mandating that people return to work three days a week. Mm. And, you know, I even saw this other article where it says, and it's rumored to be down the street from Apple. And it was this billboard from another IT or tech company. Mm -hmm. And it says, if your employer, hey, Apple employees, if your employer is making you come back to work, come work for us. And it leaves the link to their careers page. (laughs) nice but yeah apple employees are really pushing back they wrote an open letter to management and they're saying that they will quit before they're made to come back into the office wow so it's really like a tug of war executive management is saying one thing the employees are like Heck no, we won't go. (laughs) They're (laughs) protesting, writing letters, sending videos and things like that. You have a lot of that going around um, to different companies. And they even Apple even did a survey where people told them we don't want to come back in the office. But of course, they believe in air quotes here. Collaboration is done better in the office and all of that, which Camille I truly get it. I enjoy because I'm a social butterfly. Yeah, I, I enjoy, know what you're going to say. <laughs> I enjoy being in the office. I felt like it was easier to build relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, I could just stop by somebody's cubicle like, hey, how you doing? And I can see their face, their body language. It was better communication. And I really didn't know how we're, I never thought about getting a remote job, especially in HR. Because we're mm-hmm. like the face of the company, like we're the 
you know, nucleus of employee relations and interacting with people. So I never thought, oh, we can be effective doing our jobs remotely, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of, it's kind of worked out. I mean, you know, I'm, this is my opinion. I feel like adults are adults. You should leave the option open for people to come to work. And those that don't feel comfortable or they have kids that they don't feel comfortable being in school or any of those reasons, I should believe I believe they should get to choose. Yeah. Um, you know, production numbers at different companies has gone up. Yeah. People are pushing out more quality work. But on the other hand, our mental wellness yeah. is you know, kind of on the line as well, because we are doing more work. We are being more productive, but we're also working longer hours. We don't have any boundaries around when we're working and when we're not and when we're spending time with family and when we're not. So what do you think, Camille? What's your opinion about? I agree with you. You know, I'm your HR, employee relations, all of that. I'm recruiting. Yeah, I'm used to meeting my candidates and seeing them face to face. Right, bringing them in the office, taking them on tours. Yeah, break room. Here's this. Here's that. And engaging with them and making them comfortable um, as I can face to face before they sit down and before you know a panel of people and interview. Yeah, that's a big part of recruiting, and so we've had to do it different. So personally, for my role. And my function in recruiting, I do prefer to go into the office, but I don't have to go in the office every day. Right. So, but I do agree with you. I mean, we're, uh, most people in corporate America um, in general are adults. And I feel like whether it's in office or remote, you should treat people like adults and give people autonomy in their roles and empower people to do their roles effectively um, however they see fit if they're working from home. You know, you have to collaborate with the team. It's like projects that we had in college or in high school. You know, you have a project with a group. It's on you. You have to have that that personal motivation to do Mm -hmm. your work. And Mm -hmm. hey, I mean, but I don't think that people should be forced to, to come to work. And actually, I think some people think I think some people think that is it, you know, like being self-centered or being or, you know, people being spoiled or whatever, you know, for them to be like, you know, companies forcing them to come to work. No, I mean, I think that during this time of a global pandemic, employees are like, oh, snap, I'm a human being. That two-hour commute each way or that hour commute each way is breaking me down. I don't get to drop my kids off in the morning or I'm so like my kids are in daycare like 11 hours and I can save time Mm -hmm. working remotely. Mm -hmm. Like that's a major difference. That's a major deal. So people like companies need to recognize that, you know, we're human beings. And that's the core issue, Carla. I think right. that's the core issue mm-hmm. is, and we've talked about this before on one of our earlier podcasts, people, um, management at most companies, um, for example, I know you use this example a lot, think that employees are just the people that put the widgets 
yep. in the thing, in the yep. toy, in the train. Yep. Uh, we're just putting in widgets. We're like robots. We come, you know, come to work, do a job, and we're nothing outside of work. But right. I think the, the pandemic taught employees or reminded them, like, I'm human. Right. You know, I have work, but I have kids. I have, you know, a life outside of work and I'm a human being. And if working remotely helps them to fully function in their right. lives, that can only make your company better. Right. And I, so. I, re- I remember those days when I had a job that was 50 miles away from where I lived. Ooh, I remember <laughs> it too. honey. <laughs> and I was like two hours in the car going two hours because of traffic, two and a half hours coming home. And back then I didn't have a family, but it still weighed on me. Like the amount of anxiety from just being on the road and, you know, people drive crazy. People aren't paying attention and just the anxiety of, you know, there's an accident six miles up. Oh, that could have been me. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just a lot of things that you think about in terms of commuting to work. So to not think about that and purely focus on the job at hand or the work mm-hmm. at hand has been refreshing right. um, to say the least. Right. And, you know, I, it, you know, and it's a lot of factors to consider when organizations are making these type of decisions, you know, us being an HR, I can get why they want people to return to work. I do. I do get it. Mm-hmm. But I also get the benefits or the pros that we have experienced of being in a pandemic, you know, about living our life a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally I get, it. get it. Yeah. We're going to continue to talk about that, but we're going to take a break and hear from our sponsor, Anchor. Okay. We're back and we're continuing to talk about remote, remote work. Current events, <laughs> just <laughs> like the housing market is hot. Oh, yes. It's a seller's market. And yes. uh, listen, it's a limited inventory of homes, even rental homes. Yes. Limited inventory and things. The price is high. Yep. And there's not enough homes to go around. The yep. The employment market is like that. After the pandemic, this yes. economy has picked right back up. But guess what? Employees get to choose this time around. Yes. Employees with ex- with great skills and background and education, even um, employees with trades, yeah. you know, that trade roles, they are saying, I'm going to select, I am going to choose where I go to work. Yeah. If they have a current job and the job is not up to par to what they're thinking or they're being forced to um, come back to work, they're like, oh, I'm quitting. Yeah. People are quitting. Carly, you had a statistic about people quitting their jobs. Well, it's several articles, and I'm pretty sure this is the same article just spread around on different platforms. But <laughs> um, on NPR, they talk about how 4 million people left the workforce in April, like voluntarily. Wow. And this has been the greatest, you know, type of exodus that they've seen since the year 2000 whoa and people people you would think you know that people lost their job due to covid and that might be a part of it that might be a part of people losing their job and they just decided hey 
I'm going to spend this time with my family. I'm not going back just yet. And then there's been a lot of that is voluntary. Either people want to take this opportunity to travel and they don't want to go into the uh, an office and they're rethinking how they want to live their lives. And they're calling this period the great resignation. Wow. Give it a name. <laughs> yeah, because people are are leaving. And you you talk about that scarce candidate pool mm-hmm. and People are looking for flexible work arrangements as a part of a company's offering or benefits. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a question that they ask. Can I work remotely or can I have flexibility to choose whether or not I come into the office and what days? They're asking those questions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, and they're determining they're deciding between the three offers they have, which one they're going to choose. Some of them based on that. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether they can work remotely, and oh I yeah, them. And, and I think companies really need to think about this as a part of like retention. And then yeah. if you make the decision to force people to come back to work, you've also got to do some scenario planning to, you know, kind of plan for people that don't want to stick around at your company because you're mandating something. When they're adults, <laughs> people didn't even want to wear masks in a pandemic, protesting oh, yeah. at every capital. You think you're going to force oh. people to go back to work? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not I said the cat. OK, like, I mean, people in America, they are not. You're not going to try to force them to do anything. That's what our country has come to be. So, you know, if companies want to, you know, force people's hand and, and things like that. You know, people are, they're like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. We've, you know, companies really got to, got to think about this. They got to think about what they're doing. Be Apple, Apple. (laughs) You better think about about what you're doing. And my phone better work after September. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't be the great resignation from our phone provider. Right, please. I have an iPhone. Like, you got to get it together. You got to keep making phones. You got to keep having technicians. So one of the so one of the things that I was thinking about um, in terms of hiring people remotely for the companies that do hire remotely is, is unless you're a global company, unless you have like regional offices in several locations. It's challenging to create a plan to hire remotely everywhere, right? So I I don't think that candidates realize that working remotely, you still have to have an entity set up in the state in which you're on, you know, in the state in which you're being paid in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't think that a lot of candidates, they just think, oh, I'm going to apply. And if they don't have a remote, da, 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 da. And I'm going to apply to this job over here in Oregon or over here in Nebraska. And, you know, I'm going to, you know, they need to have, they say it's remote, but the company has to have an entity set up to employ employees in whatever state you live in. So mm-hmm. I wanted to call that out as some, you know, yeah. people might be listening to our podcast, uh, looking for remote work options. That's something to keep in mind. And that's also something, a broader picture that companies need to think about as well. Um, are you going to set up entities in all states? Mm-hmm. 
to capture more, you know, a more broader reach for talent? Mm-hmm. Or are you just going to rely on certain states that you can employ, you know, mm-hmm. people in? So that's something to think about on both sides um, is you still have to have an entity to pay people in certain states. Well, in all states. Yeah. So that's something to think about. This is this is definitely um, a strange time, <laughs> yeah. Um, especially for HR, because like again, like I said, we see both sides. Yeah, um, so do. I can see you know both sides, and us trying to be like that balance and trying to keep an open mind, you know, about what the employee's op- opinion is, and also the organization from the leadership standpoint. And so, Camille, I want to ask you, like, as when you look at your career now and we've worked remotely for a while now, what is the most important thing that you gained working remotely as a person, as a human? Um, that I've gained? Yeah. What have you what is a benefit that you treasure? Not sitting in traffic. Yeah. That was just okay. so annoying, sitting in traffic. Yeah. Um, I like that I, I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that, you know, if you are in traffic for a long time and you get frustrated and things like that, you go into work and you have to like shake it off. And, you know, put on that good attitude and everything for your workday, especially if you're in recruiting because you're talking to candidates. Right. Um, now, like I have the choice, like, well, right. I have the choice anyway um, of taking a walk or doing a run or, yeah. you know, working out on my Peloton. Of course, I would have that even if I was going into the office, but then I would get in traffic and kind of mess all that, like, you know, all that energy up by being in traffic and being frustrated yeah. and being on the highway for an hour, you know? Yeah. So um, I think, you know, being able to like walk in nature, exercise, fix yeah. a breakfast, yeah. you know, sit down and even meditate if, you know, I wanted to, and then go straight into work without having yeah. that, the traffic as the middle person. I think that's the greatest benefit for me. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's your, I mean, what's yours, Carla? Well, mine hasn't come up yet because my children are not in school. (laughs) (laughs) While I'm working from home all day, every day. But when they do go to school, my oldest is going to kindergarten, you know. So something that I look forward to is when she gets out of school at three o'clock, being in kindergarten in elementary school, Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick her up at three o'clock. Like, I'm not going to pay or leave her in aftercare in elementary school. Um, So I'm going to enjoy that, you know, not because we're 80s kids. So I think most of our friends when we were growing up were left in aftercare or latchkey, as they would call it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, where their parents were working. They didn't get off till five and six. And you'll just be somewhere in a building from like eight to six. That is so long. Yeah. Well, it is. But people got to do what they got to do. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that, you know, it, you know, previous to this, I thought that's what I would be doing too. Mm-hmm. But it seems like with this more flexible work environment, 
I may not have to. Yeah. So looking forward, looking forward to, and if I do have to leave her in aftercare some days, that's better than, you know, leaving her there every day. So I'm looking forward to that, but you know, that's what I look forward to. But the commute thing is a big thing for me too, because I just, I hate driving (laughs) even on the weekends. My (laughs) husband drives. So I just don't like being in the car. I've been in a few accidents <laughs> in my life. And it just being in the car just brings a sense of anxiety and nervousness that I could do without. Yeah, I get it. Well, so I know on Instagram, we posted our career salon minute on Monday, which, yeah. So we posted our career salon minute and we told our supporters that we had a special announcement. Mm-hmm. So I want Carla to talk about a special announcement that we have. It's so exciting. So go, Carla. Okay. So <laughs> I feel like we've had like so many announcements with me being involved, but I mean, <laughs> just this is life. <laughs> so I got a new job. You know, we did a whole episode on that. And so it's been a goal of mine. Camille is my only sibling left um, in my immediate family. And so she lives in Texas and I live in Tennessee and I am relocating this week to Texas. (laughs) Me and my family live in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) So I am relocating to be with my other immediate family. And so I'm so excited. Um, lots of good things coming in store for the career salon since we will yes, in the HR twins. Yes, since we will be together. So I'm super excited because we've been doing this for uh almost over a year. Over a year. Yeah. Uh just separately. We've been doing yeah. the best we can with our business and our podcast just being separate. So It'll be a good thing. Yep. Are you excited, Camille? I am excited. <laughs> We've actually, it's going to be weird because we haven't lived in the same state for like, since like 2008. Yep. Whoa. We're going to we're gonna have to learn each other again. Yeah. You're, I mean, we were in our 20s back then and now our late 20s and now we're, We've gotten married, we've had children, and, you know, we're twins, and we've always been close, but we've been close via video over the phone for a long time (laughs) over the years. So, I'm excited. Yeah, so that's a great way to end this podcast with some good news. Carla is coming to Texas. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, feel free to email us or comment on our social media and tell us what you think about companies forcing their employees to go into the office. Uh, We'd love to hear your voice, your opinion. We appreciate you all for supporting the Career Salon Podcast with the HR Twins, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Now a word from our sponsor, Black in HR. 
What is Black in HR? It's a community of over 5,000 Black HR professionals around the country who share jobs, uplift each other, and meet for social events. The mission is to create a safe space and one-stop shop for Black HR professionals to grow, network, and learn. As a member of the community, you have access to partnership with some of the largest organizations in the world. You have experts available to educate and train you and also set you up for success navigating your career. If you would like to partner to post jobs, if you are looking for this type of community to share and gain knowledge, or if you're simply lost in HR, go to theblackinhr.com to get started. This is Carla, the HR expert. And this is Camille, the recruiting expert. And we're the HR twins. You just finished an episode of the Career Salon podcast. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at The Career Salon. And don't forget to subscribe and follow on all podcast platforms for upcoming episodes.